2: This is an apostrophe podcast production.
3: Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. A traditional saying from the Javanese culture goes like this. A real man owns five things a house, a wife, a horse, a dagger, and a songbird. In parts of Asia, songbirds are so coveted, poachers receive huge rewards for capturing them from the wild. In Indonesia, particularly prize birds can fetch a price tag of 18,000 US for one single bird. The more wild they are, the more valuable. And with any wild animal, their value is directly linked to their potential for extinction. Indonesia has the second highest number of globally threatened bird species in the world, behind only Brazil. And that threat is directly linked to songbird keeping, which is entrenched in local tradition. Hundreds of species and millions of individual birds are bartered, bred, and bought each year. An estimated one in three Javanese households keeps birds in cages for a collective total of between 66 to 84 million birds. The lucrative trade is also a competition, not just to find the birds by poachers and villagers who can then sell them for big sums, but an actual cage songbird contest. They're called bird song Mania birds are judged on melody, duration, and volume. In top contests, a prize-winning songbird can win its owners as much as $50,000, which is more than 10 times the median household income in Indonesia. To keep a cage bird and force it to sing on command is cultural and lucrative. There is an ecological impact. When an endangered bird species begins to die out, it starts to forget its song. Bird songs pass from one generation to the next, but when birds are captured, it jeopardizes the ability of new birds to learn important behaviors. Young songbirds learn how to sing by listening to older birds in their flock. They listen, repeat, and refine the songs of an older generation. The pattern is set early, in its first year of life. After that, a bird's song is fixed. Capturing a bird means taking it away from its surroundings and its social structure. Birds are social creatures in nature, but when humans get involved, they change that social structure. The rich and powerful buy single birds to sing only for them, a lonely song heard just by them alone. And when a caged bird sings, Its song is meant to be heard by others of its own kind. Songbirds don't want to be alone, and many animals out there, not just birds, are making sounds as a call to end their loneliness. The lone whale song was first detected by a classified underwater surveillance system designed for the Cold War era. The acoustic monitoring by the United States Navy was intended to detect deep ocean vibrations from Soviet submarines. In 1989, a strange, never-before-heard sound was detected. It sounded mechanical, perhaps made by the military. Could it be Russian or perhaps Chinese? The acoustic revelation was tracked for 12 years, starting in 1992. No other sounds with similar characteristics have been identified in the acoustic data from any system in the region where it was first detected in the North Pacific Basin. It couldn't have been a whale, it was thought, as the sound was twice the frequency of a typical whale song. Using the U.S. Navy Sound Surveillance System, known as Solsis, William Watkins at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution tracked the sound. Only one series of these 52 Hz calls has been recorded at a time, with no call overlap, suggesting that, despite initial dismissal, that the sound came from a submarine, a single whale produced the calls. The species that produced the call is unknown and in recordings from August to February, with most of them made in December and January, the tracks were different each year. Oceanographer William Watkins concluded that the tracks were not related to other whale species – blue, fin, and humpback – which were monitored year-round with the same acoustic measurements. The sound must have come from an entirely new species, one that might be a hybrid. And what the recordings tracked over that decade-long surveillance was the lone whale making the sound never received a response. The whale was called 52 after the frequency of the sound it made. When people hear the sound, they think they're listening to the loneliest whale in the
2: ocean. You know, It's just the kind of thing that shows how much humanity knows and how much we don't know. It was the wrong frequency for a blue whale. It was too low for a blue whale. It's too high for a fin whale. These are the two biggest animals that have ever lived on Earth. They both make these very low songs with the bottom range of human hearing. But this one sound just seemed like off. It wasn't anything anyone had heard.
3: David Rothenberg, who teaches music and philosophy at the New Jersey Institute of Technology, investigates the musicality of animals and the role of nature in philosophy. He's played his clarinet for whales out on the waters. His students, because he teaches at a technical university, are mainly majoring in computer programming, business, structural engineering, and architecture.
2: So why are they taking these classes in music or maybe in philosophy? On one hand, someone tells them they have to. You have to take some things outside your field to get a general education. And the courses I teach are really fun, so they're popular. On the other hand, some of them will find their lives changed. They're going to take my class. They're going to end up becoming musicians and sound engineers.
3: Few of Professor Rothenberg's students will specialize in listening to the sounds of nature. But everyone, he believes... Gained some benefits from doing so. He has always been fascinated by sounds. As a child, his family moved from New York City to Connecticut to the countryside, and David Rothenberg began listening to the natural world around him. He would wander by himself into meadows and began paying attention to what he heard. He attended a conference in honor of R. Murray Schaefer, a Canadian composer and acoustic ecologist who coined the term soundscape. And that's when David Rothenberg learned he wasn't alone.
2: I started realizing that nature and music were very much connected, something I was interested in. There was actually a whole community of people interested in this, so I was much less lonely after that event.
3: The world is a huge musical composition that's going on all the time without a beginning and presumably without an ending, Murray Schaefer once said in an interview. And people are the composers of this huge miraculous composition that's going on around us, and we can improve it or we can destroy it. We can add more noise or we can add more beautiful sounds, the composer said. We don't always pay attention to nature. But as a composer, David Rothenberg wants to change that. He's recorded how nightingales sing in Berlin, how cicadas make noise, and the song of whales in the ocean. He combines these sounds with music, creating a distinct mix. David has even tried to use his music to converse with 52, the loneliest whale, who calls out in the ocean at a frequency. No other whale makes. When he plays his clarinet out on the waters, hoping 52 can hear, David Rothenberg wants the loneliest whale to know this you are not alone. 52's song has captivated the attention of so many people around the world because we should wonder how and why does a solitary whale continue for years to make a sound? Does it know there's no one listening? Or are we not hearing the response we want to hear?
2: People are are captivated by the idea of the last, the lonely, the only, the unique. The notion that someone is out there who finds no one who can understand them.
3: We'll be right back with a Boy Band and their take on The Loneliest Whale.
1: Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off
0: Impress manicure and press-on falsies. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
3: One of the world's biggest pop groups in the world right now is BTS, a global sensation boy band which started in South Korea and has fans from all over. They've been named the best-selling artists of 2020 by the organization that represents the global recorded music industry, beating Taylor Swift, who came in second. They're so big, BTS accounted, for an estimated $4.9 billion of their country, South Korea's, gross domestic product, more than the country's national airline, Korean Air. Back in 2015, just three years after BTS made its debut album, the band released a song called Whaley and 52 about the loneliest whale in the world. The world is so gravely lonely, the lyrics go, that they have to quietly shut their mouths. Fans of BTS have taken the meaning behind and 52 as the group members' expression of their own loneliness and how completely alone they are, despite their immense success. and 52 has become the real representation of a loneliness that can be felt through sound, and in the case of BTS, through lyrics and music. The whale's loneliness has captured the attention of other famous people. Environmentalist and actor Leo DiCaprio gave $50,000 to fund a documentary about the whale. The Loneliest Whale, The Search for 52, was released this past summer. In a paper summarizing his work, published in 2004, the same year Dr. Williams Watkins died, the scientists believe that the whale was not only unusual, but rare. 52 might be the only one of its kind, a hybrid, or perhaps a whale separated by its pod because it was so different or unique, or maybe it is the last of its kind. It is perhaps difficult to accept, that if this was a whale, that there could have been only one of his kind in this large oceanic expanse, Watkins and his colleagues wrote in the 2004 paper that generated huge interest in the lonely whale. Yet in spite of comprehensive, careful monitoring year-round, only one call with these characteristics has been found anywhere, and there has been only one source each season. As with the only one of its kind, there's so much we don't know. While we may think it's lonely, perhaps the whale is just calling at a particular time of the year because it is looking for a mate. Why do animals call? To look for others. To find a mate. To hunt. Whales are social. They hunt and travel in groups known as pods. Whales make three types of sounds clicks used for navigation and IDing their physical surroundings. Their sound waves bounce off an object, and this allows them to be able to recognize the shape of it. Clips are made to ID whether another creature in the ocean is a friend or a foe. During social activities, whales also make pulsed calls or whistles. To human ears, this is the sound that seems like squeaks or screams. Different dialects have been monitored by humans within different pods, or the same whale population, which allows them to figure out whether another whale is part of their social group. But for the loneliest whale, 52, there is no pod to call to. Do animals get lonely? We know this for certain. Species go extinct many times because of what we, humans, do to animals. Humans take, often too much. Elephants were killed in mass numbers in the 1800s to make piano keys and balls to play pool and snooker. One tusk yielded only about four to five balls. And whales were once hunted for oil and meat until they were brought to the brink of extinction. the 1960s, commercial whaling saw hundreds of whales killed each year for commercial whaling purposes. It was sound and song and response that saved the whales. Scientists began learning that whale songs, like bird songs, are not just noise in nature, but actually complex communication means between animals the song of whales also change and constantly evolve. The song of a humpback whale today is not the same song from a few decades ago. We know as well that today whales are changing the way they communicate because of a new threat. With ever more shipping containers and cruise ships in the ocean, it is changing the song of whales. Humpback whales reduce or stop singing when there are ships nearby. When they can't make a sound, their communication stops with each other. It was the complexity of the sound whales make which changed our understanding of them. Our human arrogance misunderstood noise made by whales and dismissed those sounds when they're actually made to communicate, to connect. Whale sounds are well known today, but at one time we believed they didn't communicate with each other research changed our perception of whales. The shift in our understanding made us more aware of whales as creatures capable of communicating with each other. Knowing that whales interacted in social groups as pods changed how we saw them and deepened our revulsion at the idea that they should be hunted to satisfy human desires. How do we know when an animal is the last or the only one of its kind left? Up until recently, the best way to ensure we knew an animal was extinct was to kill the last surviving one. It is meant to preserve it, using the skin of the lone animal after its flesh and bones have been removed to stretch over an anatomically correct inner structure. One of the saddest rooms in any museum may be on the third floor of the Gallery of Evolution in Paris. The museum opened in 1889, and there are four floors of natural history. In the room of endangered and extinct species on the third floor, there are nearly 260 animals that have been pushed into extinction or extreme endangerment due to mostly human involvement. The taxidermied animals or their skeletons include the black emu, and the quagga, an extinct zebra which only has stripes on its head. There's a Tasmanian tiger and a pin Circe's blue butterfly. There's also a mounted Schomburg's deer, an animal hunted for its elaborate antlers in the shape of a basket. The wild population died from overhunting in 1932. One last known Schomburg's deer remained in captivity, kept in a monastery, and was killed six years later by a drunken intruder. However, in a twist, 60 years later, in 1991, a truck driver in Laos found a strange set of antlers on the ground. The antlers were found to be recent and fresh due to blood analysis. The conclusion? At least one, possibly a small herd of Schomburg's deer, still remains in a remote area in central Laos. The discovery of an animal that was long believed lost is both a blessing and a curse. The last time Indonesia's black-browed babbler was seen was 170 years ago. No other Asian bird has been missing for as long as this particular species. It was first spotted sometime between 1843 and 1848. Only one specimen had ever been collected. But on October the 5th last year, during the pandemic, one bird that had never been seen before by locals in the southeastern area of Indonesia was captured in the forest and held captive. After comparing it with the specimen that had been deposited at a biodiversity center in the Netherlands, the conclusion was that after missing for 170 years, the black-brow babbler had once again been found.
4: It's almost indescribable. It's a mixture feeling of happiness, disbelief. Ontologist
3: uh, Panji uh, Gusti of Indonesia said because of lockdowns, no one could travel to actually see the bird. When the discovery was made, there were concerns. Was this the last one, the only surviving member of the species?
4: There has been a mystery for the ornithology world for many, many years. So, this mixture of happiness, disbelief, and a bit of worry in my heart when we actually find this bird.
3: When you find the only one of something, Panji, who goes by just one name, as is the tradition in Indonesia, says what scientists do today when they find something rare is they collect as much information as possible in a non-invasive way. They keep it safe and then release the animal back to its habitat. Before, when people didn't believe in extinction or believed they had dominion over animals, when a rare animal is found or an animal no one had ever seen before, the default position was to just kill it and mount the animal as proof that it existed. Experts are also reluctant these days to keep a rare animal in captivity, especially if only one of its kind is found. We know it existed in the wild, even if it's just one left. So it's always better to let it stay in the wild. But releasing something rare back into the wild also tempts human behavior. As soon as news got out that a bird that hadn't been seen in 170 years was found, people began asking for the location and the bird is now being hunted by poachers. Songbirds are caged by collectors want to ease their own loneliness, Panji believes, and to bring nature to them inside their home.
4: They want to be connected to nature, but they took the instant way. They bring the nature to their house in the most harmful way, which is basically bring the birds to their house to feel their loneliness. Something
3: like that. From inside his home during the pandemic, where he was in lockdown, Panji saw the cage birds of his neighbors.
4: You don't really want to be taken somewhere and forced to sing for someone for the rest of your life. There's a reason of why they are singing. They are, they are singing because they want to connect to the others in the wild. They, they sing to attract mates. They sing to announce their
3: Birds sing to announce their loneliness and to find others. Humans collect birds to end their own loneliness. The pandemic led to more of us connecting with nature. Forced indoors, many of us went outside. It led more people to be aware of the sounds they heard. Professor Rothenberg at the New Jersey Institute of Technology saw a huge growth of people recording nature sounds and making music out of nature sounds. Some outdoor places got overrun by people recording what they heard around them and sharing the sounds. Listening to the world around you can lead to preserving what we have and hearing that animals, even those flying overhead or deep in the ocean, have something worth saying. The song of birds and the songs of whales have meaning, Professor Rothenberg tells us. Even if it's just a performance, there's emotion and there's structure, a beginning, middle and an end. And even if we can't translate these vocalizations into words, we know it has meaning to whoever is making that sound. Our arrogance is sometimes seen in our desire to put human emotions into animals. Do we want birds to sing only for us, even if that means we are keeping them alone forever? And is a whale lonely when it sings a song that no other whale responds to? Perhaps those answers are why we want to believe birds can ease our loneliness and why we hope that a whale singing at its lonely frequency may one day find one other. We may never be able to fully interpret the song of whales and the song of birds, yet we can still recognize in their singing some of the emotions that we do understand, the need for our lonely song to be heard. We may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Sound engineer, Jeff Devine. Theme music by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Producers are Debbie O'Reilly, Guillermo Serrano, and Alison Pinches. My name is Peg Fong, the host and writer of this show. Subscribe and follow us each week with a new episode exploring loneliness. You can find us on social media at Apostrophe Pod. This series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly.
0: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.